over the last two years, travel has changed significantly. Um, we used to be able to go in and out of countries, I mean, barring a visa application. Um, but now even that became extremely difficult. However, there is light at the end of the tunnel and tourism is opening up once again. Today, we have with us Mr. Pinyo Pibul Songram, the Director of Commercial at Thai Vietjet Air, who's going to talk to us a little bit about what our travel is looking like in this, well, in a post-pandemic era. Hello, everyone. Hi, Mr. Pinion. Thank you Hi, for Seth. joining us. <clears throat> My pleasure. My pleasure. It's great to you know um, uh, have this chat with you, and it was um, very interesting. We met with the um, with the team from Thai Viet Chat, yep. um, and the fact that we managed to meet with your team in Singapore gave it a sense of normalcy, where we are able to meet face to face once again. It's a good feeling, right? It's a good feeling. It's a, it's a fantastic <laughs> feeling. I mean, even though right now we are in on Zoom, I think this is one of the great things that has come out from, or the better things that has come out from the pandemic is that we are more comfortable with video conferencing now. Uh, we, we can talk to someone, but there's nothing that quite beats going to a place in person and meeting someone in person. Um, I, I think that physical contact, that, that intimacy, um, you know, it just basically cannot be denied. It's, it's, it's so important. And with travel opening up again, what does that look like now for, uh, for yourself, uh, for the tourism industry, or especially the aviation industry? Um, what does that look like for you? What does it look like for Thai Jet Air? Okay. Well, uh, firstly, once again, uh, Zed, thank you for uh, having me on, on the show. Um, looking forward to exchanging some uh, interesting uh, news with uh, one another especially on the tourism side. And like you said, the tourism industry, we've really suffered a lot over the last uh, two years. You know, the industry is already super competitive before COVID. So having COVID is, uh, brings the um, situation to another level. But now, as you said, we are coming out of COVID, uh, coming out of the pandemic, but we're not out of the woods yet, right? Um, there's still a lot to do. I, in general, um, I would say, you know, the recovery is maybe like 20 to 30% recovery. But to answer your question, what it looks like, um, it's quite rather positive at the moment. So for one, I mean, us humans, we all love to travel. We all love to see each other. So the, the need for traveling is always there. So it's just a matter of time that uh, a country opens up, a destination opens up, some restriction is lowered at certain routes. Um, and that's what we are really seeing now. So for Thai Vidjet, we, you know, before COVID, uh, we, we, we flew some charter flights to China. We didn't fly a lot within domestically in Thailand. Uh, we just started, you know, only a few years before COVID. So when COVID hit, we had to shift our strategy a little bit. So we flew a lot domestically. Um, uh, so, but luckily because we were still quite small relatively to, to the others at that time. During the pandemic, we were actually in the growth mode. So growth mode with um, the, the, the team, with our aircraft, and also with preparing for our expansion um, because we knew that it's like a race. Once the, the 
pandemic is lowered, you know, um, it's going to be a race of who can start to operate the fastest, who can resume the fastest, um, will really come out hopefully on, on, on top. So with that mindset, um, it's where we, you know, we have that mindset in, in preparation so that the time which is, is now, um, as the countries open up, uh, Thai WeJet, we, we, we quickly jump into many of the um, markets. Singapore being one, uh, Cambodia, obviously uh, Vietnam open up. So you, you will see as, as countries open up, airlines will jump in because airlines, one of the things is we have aircraft and aircraft needs to fly, right? We, we cannot park them. Um, so this is the, the, the number one thing that you will see for sure. The minute a country lowers the travel restriction, airlines are going to fly for sure. Then it's just a matter of you know how many flights, right? So for us, we we put in uh, uh, three, four weekly, and then we're moving it up to a daily flight and to a double daily flight into Singapore. But you're gonna see a, a a rapid increase in terms of the air transportation, and then <clears throat> that leads to almost like the recovery of the tourism industry because uh, you know the first step is you got to get there either by car or by flight. Um, many places you need aircraft to get to. Once the flights arrive, then people go and then the hotels get to fill up. The activities and the tours, they generate revenue. So that's the picture now we're seeing. Um, uh, and for Thailand, we're seeing domestic travel within Thailand uh, didn't really slow down much. I mean, we, we always had good domestic traffic, but now as the international open up, uh, we're, we're seeing um, quite good response from the market. People wanting to go out, you know, out and about to see the, the, the countries. I'm sure you're, you're waiting to come to Thailand as well. Now, now we're open. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I am definitely waiting to come back to Thailand. Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. People are waiting to travel. They're waiting to jump. So I myself uh, recently went to Jakarta um, okay. for the first time in about five years. And um Changi Airport in Singapore was packed. Yes, it was I, I was filled. there last weekend. It was completely packed. Yeah, it was packed. It was filled yeah. with travelers, and it's a, it's a good thing I managed to get. Uh, I have like you know, uh, uh, the, uh, gold card, so that you know, uh, for Singapore Airlines, so I can jump the queue a little bit with the priority pass. But if I hadn't had that, I'd be in queue for about two hours or three. Yeah, and it was crazy. It was just filled with people. Um, you mentioned that we've got. Um, that, that you launched your Singapore-Bangkok routes. And I know yes. that you've got the Singapore-Phuket routes uh, waiting to be launched as yes. well. What was it like? What was it like for the company to go, uh, Thaiwei Jet to go that um, international travel? I mean, you said you're in a growth stage. Um, was this planned because of the pandemic or did the pandemic become an accelerator of sorts? Yeah. To then you say, let's do... Ex Let's do international travel. Yeah, you know, that, that, that's a really good question. Um, it would be interesting if we lived in a parallel universe where you can see what would happen without COVID, you know. Um, but very good question. So the expansion idea has always been there, obviously. Um, we we always looking to expand in the ASEAN region, in the Asia region. Uh, but what is different is the country of selection that we, we would fly into. So before the, um, a little bit of uh, aviation jargon, so <clears throat> before the COVID, right, uh, really busy airports, 
we have what we call slots, right? So for the airlines need to apply for the slots to be able to land and take off at that particular airport. So during the COVID, it's big airports are full, difficult to get the good timing. Um, some destinations you can't even get in, it's, it's completely full. So, but with the pandemic, um, obviously a lot of airlines had to cease operation, you know, stop operation and so forth. So these slots became open. Um, and that's where we saw the, the, the opportunity to jump into some of these markets where, you know, to be honest, without COVID, maybe we would not be able to jump in at that time at all. Uh, so so uh, that kind of changed the landscape a little bit. Um, and it's where we use as a, an opportunity to plan um, the, the, the routes that we fly to. Singapore, very busy airport, Changi. So you can imagine, you know, if it's the same full slot, it'd be difficult for us to get the good time. Now our flight is in the morning, uh, good timing. So we're looking for the second uh, frequency. Um, Taipei, Taiwan, almost impossible to get in. Um, now we got good slots, uh, even Japan, so forth. So that kind of reshaped a little bit of the network. Um, and also the, the other one uh, thing is the destinations that we, we would operate depends heavily on the, uh, how that country or how that destination manages the COVID and the travel restriction. So before COVID, we had plans to fly many places, but we, we just cannot now because, uh, you know, restrictions are still very high. So, but in general, you know, flying to the ASEAN region, always in our plan. Um, some of the routes, uh, we, it, the pandemic did accelerate it for us quite a bit. And would you still, I mean, well, Taipei Jet was, has positioned itself as a low cost carrier. Uh, slide. Yep. Is it still something that you would describe private jet as today? Um, okay. Um, what, you know, the, the word low cost, we, we are in the, the low cost segment. We, we are a budget carrier. Uh, pricing is one of our um, top uh, key selling points. Uh, but having said that, in terms of the service to the customer, I think these days, um, because, you know, LCC has been in this world for, for many years, you know, uh, 20 years. So there's a lot of, uh, the, the line is a bit gray, you know, the traditional like full service and, and, and low cost, the line is not so clear anymore. Uh, and it's that spectrum in the middle where you want to find, you know, your position that you can, can, can get one on top of the competitor. Uh, obviously service level is, is, is one because when you book on an LCC, you, you don't really expect much service, right? Just perception wise. So anywhere where we can add the service at a, at a marginal cost or at a no cost, or even sometimes we offer the service, but the customer pays for it a little bit um, and it's value to them. Uh, we, 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 we end up going to, to, to that as well. Um, Actually, the, the word low cost is actually a way to manage your costs. You know, uh, it's not about keeping, it's not about cutting costs. Low cost is not about cutting costs. It's actually about efficiency. How, how can you use your asset um, to, the, to the fullest, to the optimal point? Uh, all businesses should, 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 should run with a low cost mentality. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, with the name, people think low cost means you, you, you cut the cost, you know, but for us, it's, for example, I give you uh, for example uh, to lower the air, the cost of the air, of the airplane. Uh, one way is obviously to negotiate so that we pay less for the aircraft. That's one way. 
Um, but the other way in aviation is we fly the plane more so that the cost per hour or per minute is lower. So as you can see, it's not just about cutting the cost, it's about like the efficiency and the utilization. Um, yeah, but now, now we're getting a, a bit too detailed in the airline economics. So come back to the service. Basically, you know, pe pe people are human. Um, to be honest, even if you charge a very low fare, they, they people expect a bit of a smile. People expect, uh, you know, some common sense in the service. So you cannot just say like, hey, you got a cheap flight. Don't expect much from the service. Um, they're just gonna post it on their social media. So a lot of the a lot of things that we do, we 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 actually do offer um, the service. And in terms of the 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 market, there's many segments. Um, even you know, top management and and uh, well-off individuals, they fly low cost now these days. You know, because it's not like okay, I have money, so I I throw it around. It, it, it's about the value of money. Uh, if I'm only on a one-hour, two-hour flight. I'll, I'll, I'll save on the flight, but I'll spend, you know, thousands of dollars on the hotel nights. It's okay, but I'll spend, you know, nine dollars on a flight. <laughs> yeah. So we do need to have that that difference. Yeah, I mean that that's very practical, and I mean over the last few years, um, I would say five or six years, I've yeah. been quite privileged and lucky to be to have had a lot of travel, and through that, I've also been on quite a few airlines. I've not been on Thai Vet yet. You have to. Yeah. So officially, let me invite you. All right. So next <laughs> on your next trip, please, please uh, contact Thank you. our team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I truly like appreciate it. Fire service. Yeah. But what what I was gonna say was that service, even on if you talk about a full service carrier, premium carrier, it's come to a point sometimes that we don't even expect the smile or the service anymore because it's non-existent. And there's some, I'm not going to mention any names, there's some airlines that are well known for not providing good service. And I mean, you just need to do a search and you'll, you'll get the reviews out there. And these are full full yep. premium carriers. Yep. Um, what, but I've heard that private jet has, um, does take service in a, in a very unique way. So what would say, say myself now as a customer, as a passenger, um, what kind of service, what kind of experience would I typically expect, say, if I was flying even a short trip from Singapore to Bangkok? Okay, so um, let's, let's talk about the, the standard trip. You know, you're on a economy, you know, we, we have different, we have the economy seats, we have the, what we call the Sky Boss, which is a bit more of the uh, premium service. I'll share with you a little bit about that. Um, but one thing that we actually, that you can experience is on the human, the human touch and on the human side. Um, so for example, in flight, you would, you can expect a very uh, friendly crew um, that is, uh, has a professional um, feel. Um, and, uh, and this is because, you know, one of our uh, value is uh, fun and friendly. So we try to keep the atmosphere and everything more lively, more fun. And that you could see that being expressed from our staff. Um, I think the other one too is a little bit uh, from a sense of pride from the staff because as an airline, we jumped from the fourth to fifth player to, to now the number one to number two um, in, in Thailand, also in the, in the Southeast Asian region. So the, the staff feel that and they, they, they have a bit of, of pride in the service. But yeah, one of our key value is friendly and fun. So you, you see that for sure. Um, but if you are the uh, 
you know, management, traveling, the VIP, we have a service that we call Skyboss. So this is something that surprises a lot of people uh, being an LCC. So Skyboss is like your uh, uh, high-end service. So we have like um, a van, a private van that picks you up from the, from the gate and drops you off at the aircraft uh, if the aircraft is not parked on the bridge, you know. Uh, you have all the priority check-in, priority um, boarding, you have the free meal on the plane, you have the, uh, the weight, the luggage, you can carry on more. So, and it's a very personable experience. So those are the two different types of service that you can, can expect from us. Um, I, I'm trying to put more of the technology into the customer journey. Uh, so, you know, the online check-in, the, the bookings, the manage, management of your bookings, we're, we're trying to improve on that. A lot of things we could do still. I, I'm, I'm not saying that we are there yet. There's a lot that can be done and technology is always changing all the time. But I think in the future, you can see a bit more of the, the, the tech coming in to helping with the customer experience. Yeah. But for sure, you, uh, one thing that really stands out is, is our crew. We, we actually won the most friendliest uh, cabin crew uh, last year. That, yeah. That's great to hear. And congratulations on being, uh, you know, at that number one, number two level. It's definitely, Thank you. Thank you. it's no mean feat, right? I mean, it's, it's no small feat, actually. Um, you, you mentioned Taipei, uh, you mentioned Japan, you mentioned uh, Singapore, Vietnam, Singapore, Vietnam, Phuket. Cambodia. Yeah. Um, where's next? Where's next for Taipei Jet? Where, where can... Can you, can you mention where you've set your targets on to be the next big place that you'd like yeah, to? Yeah, for, uh, for sure, for sure. So um, the, the, the places that I, you mentioned just now, so the next step would be to increase the frequency on, on those. So from uh, one per day, we're looking at two to three per day. Um, there, there's two big markets that, that, that's, that's out there. One is open fully, one is yet to be open, um, and that's India and China. So our, our next market will be uh, India. Uh, we will be launching uh, a route quite soon. Unfortunately, I, I cannot uh, say in this podcast, uh, podcast at the moment. Um, but if you ask me next week, I think I, I can tell you next week. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. It's quite soon. Okay. It's quite soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to launch within 10 days. Um, so we're going to launch that uh, India. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously, I think everyone is waiting for China to open. Uh, I don't want to say all airlines, but but most airlines in 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 Thailand, anyways, we we operate about twenty or thirty percent of our capacity into China. Um, so I think Q four, hopefully, we we can. It, it, it they start to open a few flights already um, uh, currently, but it's still very very little versus what it was before. Um, and Thailand depends a lot on the Chinese tourists as well. So those are kind of like the two general areas that you can expect uh, from from us. I'm trying to, trying to think. So Vietnam, Cambodia, Thai, uh, Taiwan, uh, Singapore, Japan. Yep. Yeah, it'll be in India and India and China. Yeah. That, that's actually quite an impressive list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for future customers, travelers, um, are there any upcoming promotions that um, we should be looking out for or we can jump on in the next couple yeah. of months? So we, we, um, we have promotions all, all the time, well, regularly. Uh, so even now we have uh, the fare is $9, $9 from Singapore. Uh, but what I would recommend uh, for, for you know, the listeners, if you want to search, uh, try to search maybe a few days in advance uh, of, of, of 
of the day you're searching, you know? So uh, what's the day today? Today's the 10th of June, right? So maybe search like after the 20th of June or something. So that basically the, the further out it is, the lower the fare will be. That's sort of the general uh, mechanism of the low cost airlines. But right. yeah, we have, we have fares ranging from, you know, uh, $9 to $22 or at any given time. Um, There's a bit of the tax and the fee here and there, but in general, it's still quite a good deal for sure. So that's a pro tip right there. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so what's, a, what's a good time as in, um, what, what's that minimum so, number or magic number <laughs> that you have? The magic number, right? Okay. So yeah, I guess it's basically, but believe it or not, uh, well, things are, things are changing. Things are changing. But normally for an international flight, uh, well, Singapore, people book like two to three weeks in advance. Uh, now it's a little bit shorter just because the way things are. So people are kind of waiting for things to confirm. Um, so the theory is, not the theory, the, the concept is if you book before that booking window, that's where you're going to find the promotion fares. So uh, I, I would suggest, you know, three to four weeks ahead of time, you can find good ones. Yeah. And obviously there's, there's more promotional seats on the weekdays and the weekends. But, right. You know, but I think the customers, the customers are very savvy now. They, they, they hunt around. They, yeah, you gotta hunt for oh, the deals. You know, it's it's uh, part of the fun, right? Part of the fun. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so many tips out there. Um, recently, I've heard um, open up incognito windows or private browsing so that they can't trace where you're from. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that would work. Yeah. That would work too. <laughs> There's lots of things like you know, uh, uh, early do, uh, early morning flights is uh, more promotions than the you know, let's say Friday afternoon flights. Uh, yeah. More, more, more promotion seats on a Tuesday than on a Thursday. Then there's all sorts of little things, but uh, yeah, I can't say too much. Otherwise, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> we should do a show just on on the tips, uh, huh? tips of promotion. Hacks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> travel hacks uh, on okay. uh, on airlines. Yeah, but That'd all be- my airline friends may kill me. You know, <laughs> we'll uh, put you in a silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't no, put my, the pixel pixelate my face. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Mr. Pino, thank you very much. Um, it's been fantastic talking to you. And I hope Likewise. that, uh, you know, definitely I w- um, hope that I can make a trip down to Bangkok and, uh, uh, of course, sample the uh, services of Thai Jet. Um, I-, I think it's very encouraging. Um, I mean, recently my travel to Jakarta, it felt like just because of the restrictions, uh, the recent changes, it felt like it was normal again. Um, the kind of testing you needed to do and all that was, it was basically just how it was um, pre-pandemic. And hopefully that expands expands out to the rest of the world. I mean, not because it's hasty or people are doing it, you know, um, knee-jerk reactions and not thinking it through, but just because everything has settled down and the world is a better place again and uh, definitely hoping for that. So, uh, Mr. Pinot, thank you very much for joining us today and um, wishing you all the best. And, you know, maybe the next time we talk, it's not number one or number two, it's a firm number one for Thai <laughs> we, we We hope so. We hope so. Well, thank you so much, uh, Zed, for having us on the, well, having me on, on the show. And I look forward to seeing you in in Thailand soon. Um, I, I would come sooner or later. Uh, another little hack I'll leave for you and also for the other listeners is, you know, uh, Thailand is has a lot of the natural uh, attraction, right? The beach, the mountains, the forest and so forth. Um, and all that has recovered over the last two years without the tourists, right? So you can imagine that nature has revived itself 
um, now also the tourist is still uh, coming back, but not at to the point where it used to be. So if you go to the beaches now, it's completely beautiful. So I would get in on it sooner than, than later. So please come to, to Thailand on Thai Vidjet. Yeah, sounds like a trip to Phuket uh, for some yes. of the listeners is definitely on the cards then. For sure, for sure. I strongly recommend. It, it's beautiful now, yeah. Right. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinion. Have a Thank great you. day. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.